Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime, the weekly XFL and USFL predicting podcast this week. Uh, reviewing the championship game from the XFL 3.0 and predicting week six of the 2023 USFL season because it's that time. Halfway through the USFL season and felt like it started yesterday. And so if I have any new listeners, the way this is going to work is I'll review last week's slate of games, talk about each game, and then look at this week's slate of games for the USFL only because the XFL is done. And talk about each game and give predictions for score, outcome, and predictions for players' performances. And with that said, this is not gambling advice, and I truly mean that. I am not responsible for any money that was lost gambling on things said in this podcast. Also, this podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The link to all of those will be in the description If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. It costs nothing. It takes about a second, and you can always undo it if you change your mind later. Also, make sure to ding that bell if you're on YouTube, or follow if you're on Spotify, or subscribe, or whatever, to never miss an episode. And also, the best thing you can do to help the show grow is one of the easiest. Just spread the word. It would mean a lot. All right. Let's get into this. So, Arlington at D.C. Somehow the Renegades pulled it off. 35-26. Their defense has been really good. Luis Perez has been good for around the first time in his life. They chose a good time to turn this around and have their first uh, thing of two consecutive... Their first streak of two consecutive wins. But now they are the proud owners... The real eyesore. The XFL trophy. Look at it. It's ugly. Both the division championships and the conference and the league championship trophies, they're so ugly. I'd burn it. I mean, I know the value is in the representation, but like, can't they make it look nice? Whatever. They still won, and I was wrong. So, there's that. So, Luis Press threw three interceptions. Arlington's defense really a takeaway in every game. But this is unexpected. Their offense wasn't that good. All right, now going to the USFL. Last week, Pittsburgh Maulers beat the Michigan Panthers 23-7. How? Don't know. The Gamblers beat the Birmingham Stallions. They're clearly not the team they used to be. The Stallions are still 3-2. The Gamblers are also 3-2. This is... Looking to be their first winning season since they were terrible last season. The Stars beat the Generals, but they're still a long way away from last year's Stars. And the Showboats got their first win against the league-best New Orleans Breakers. How? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it wasn't their first win. It was their second. They might be turning something around here, but maybe not. <laughs> and so... The Pittsburgh Maulers will face the Showboats. And the Maulers are an interesting team. They're the, the second in the North, so they'd make the playoffs if the season ended today. And Troy Williams has been a pretty good 
quarterback for them. And uh, Isaiah Henny at wide receiver, though, is probable, but then again, it's just probable. But Williams has been good. Their whole defense has been good. Uh, and they've just done well, really. And the defensive line with Boogie Roberts in it is just really, really good. He plays in the middle of that defensive line. Christopher Okoye has also done pretty well. So their defense is not messing around. And so I predict that they get at least one sack. I predict Troy Williams throws at least two touchdowns. And they they were really bad last season. Uh, They're not that bad now, apparently. But they can always choke. Every team can choke. But for the Showboats, they're the fourth in the South, which is a pretty competitive division. Um, Their quarterback, Cole Kelly, has done better than Brady White. And... At 6'7", and I forgot his weight. He's a bigger guy than Ben Roethlisberger. So, he's not a very easy guy to sack. Yeah, at 6'7", 250, he's a bigger guy than Ben Roethlisberger. So, good luck sacking him. I predict that he throws a touchdown, but also gets sacked. And I, and, but they've just been pretty good. Their rushing attacks been okay, at least. And they're, like, as a new team, as a mostly new team, it's like, and also losing their quarterback, who is, in, who became an all-XFL player, like, that's huge. And... And Jordan Tamu, who just lost the championship. And, you know, Vinny Papale has been doing well. And Washington, their running back, has also done pretty well this season. Jerron Washington. I predict I predict Jerron Washington rushing for at least one touchdown. And uh, Vinny Papale catching at least one touchdown. Their defense has also not done terribly, but... You know, it could be better. Overall, I think I would predict the Maulers for this one. And I think the Maulers will win 24-20. Birmingham Stallions and Michigan Panthers. The Stallions have been doing pretty well. But they're 3-2. and two. They're the third in the South Division under the gamblers who have the head-to-head tiebreaker over them, which is not something that they want to happen. They were the champions, and now they've kind of fallen off. I'm not going to say they're bad, because they're a long way from 
bad, but they're not at all what they used to be. They used to be much better. And something interesting, I've not seen Scooby Wright on any of the depth charts. So if you could, if someone could like email me, uh, my email's in the description, or like, or like comment if you're on YouTube and tell me what's going on with that. I just haven't seen him, seen Scooby right on the depth chart. I know he's injured, but still. Anyway, regardless, I do think that the Birmingham Stallions have it in them to win the game. And yeah. They have a good offense, they have a good defense, they have good special teams, and, you know, Alex Magoo leads the league in passing touchdowns, they are, they do have CJ Maribel and Zaquandre Wright at, at uh, running back, and that's a good group right there. Zaquandre Wright came out with a bang. And then Austin Watkins has been doing pretty well wide receiver. And Adrian Hardy, they are unfortunately without a lot of people. They they don't have Michael Darius and their best wide receiver got injured, which is just in the first game, no less. So that's a really difficult thing to deal with. Losing receivers, losing uh, their starting quarterback, although I do think Alex McGoo is a better quarterback than uh, Jamar Smith. But yeah, they did lose Marlon Williams. He's out. He's on injured reserve. And I think that's why, oh, I think that's why Wright isn't on the depth charts. He's on injured reserve because, yeah, J.M.R. Smith isn't on the depth charts. So it will be very difficult for the Stallions to overcome this, especially against a team that has... Reggie Corbin and a team that has uh, Josh Love, who isn't the best, but still pretty good. Reggie Corbin is a truly scary player. But yeah, quarterback, they have Josh Love. Running back, they have Reggie Corbin. Their wide receiver room isn't too bad, but, and they have Stevie Scott at fullback, and at wide receiver, they have Trey Quinn and Joe Walker, and their defense has not been bad, it's not been terrible lately, and this team used to be terrible under Jeff Fisher, but now they're better. But I think the Stallions still have it in them to win. I do think 
the stallions, either Zaquandre Wright or White or um, TJ Marable will rush for at least two touchdowns. And I predict Alex McGoo throwing at least three touchdowns. And I do predict Reggie Corbin rushing for at least two touchdowns. He has been getting stopped a bit lately. And I predict that uh, Josh Love throws at least one touchdown. But I think it will be very difficult for the Stallions to overcome the the, uh, injuries that they have. But I think it's totally possible for them to do it. And I predict the Stallions winning a close-ish 27-21 game. Or actually, like, more like 28-21 game. All right, no, that would be impossible. You know, I actually think... I know the Stallions have been losing. They've lost two games. But I think, like, this can be their return to form game. I think they have it in them to score 35 points against... And then maybe the uh, Panthers score 24. I think 35-24 for the Stallions. And then Breakers versus Stars. Uh, The Breakers, I think... I think it will definitely be the Breakers because they're... They're the best team in the league. McLeod Bethel Thompson leads the league in passing touchdowns. And they also have Wes Hills, who is one of the best running backs in the league. I know he leads in a key stat. I just forgot which. But they have one of the best quarterbacks. They have... The best running back, they have Sage Surratt, who leads the league in... He's a tight end. He leads the league in A receiving stat. I forgot which. And they're going against a Stars team that just hasn't been good lately. And so, let's start with the predictions. So, I think I predict McLeod Bethel Thompson to throw two touchdowns. And I predict that Wes Hills... Rushes for two touchdowns, and I predict that Sage Surratt catches at least one touchdown. Now, for the Philadelphia Stars, they are quarterbacked by Case Kokas. They have Chris Rowland as their best wide receiver, and and they do have uh, Corey Coleman, who's a pretty good wide receiver, to end Deontay Overton. And so that's pretty good. They uh Roland can be really like flexible and he, he can play wide receiver, he can rush, he can return kicks. But they also have Matt Colburn the second at running back. So I predict the case cook is throws two touchdowns and Matt Colburn rushes for one. And I predict that Chris Roland catches one touchdown. I predict that the Breakers win uh, 20-28-17. And, yeah, Case Cookis hasn't... No, 
28-24. I do think the Stars will make it interesting, but Case Cookus just hasn't been as good as he used to be. Actually, I predict him throwing one touchdown, and I'll go with 28-17. Now, Generals at Gambler. The Generals were great last season. Now they're not. The Gamblers were terrible last season. Now they're not. <laughs> so the Generals have DeAndre Johnson starting at quarterback. They do have the little wrecking ball um, at running back. I just forgot his name, though. You know, number 27. He is a really good running back. One of Darius Victor. That's his name. One of the best running backs in the league. They also have Cam Eccles Looper, although he did get injured in the beginning. I think he's back, though. But really, they have all they need. DeAndre... In DeAndre Johnson and Darius Victor. I predict DeAndre Johnson throwing at least one touchdown and Darius Victor rushing for one touchdown. And and then I for the Gamblers, they're an interesting team. They're three and two, but it's much better than what they were last season. Last season they were bad. They got Kenji Bahar at quarterback. He's been good, but He's been a little inconsistent, and he has some issues with, like, forcing the ball into coverage, which, you know, as a quarterback, that's not a good thing that that a quarterback would want to do. Then again, they have the best running back in the league, arguably Mark Thompson. So I predict that Kenji Bahar throws at least one touchdown and Mark Thompson rushes for at least two, and I think 27-20 to 20 would be the score. Final score for this game in favor of the gamblers. So that's it. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The link to all those will be in the description. This podcast is not currently sponsored. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the description. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. It costs nothing, takes about a second, helps the channel grow. And you can always undo that if you change your mind later. Make sure to ding that bell or follow or subscribe or whatever on whatever platform you're on to never miss an episode. I hope that you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcast or Overtime. You'll hear more of me next episode.